What's up, Cloud Gamers? Welcome to another CGX podcast. This is episode 18. Again, it's pretty cool to see this just ongoing. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Today's going to be a fun episode. Uh, like we always do, we want to check in with the people of the panel. We're going to do something different. Normally, we go from platforms to platforms. But today we're going to do that. But at the end, we're going to talk specifically about a game that pretty much was released on all of the cloud gaming platforms, which is Assassin's Creed. We're going to talk about our experience with it and also which platform we thought ran it the best. And also this is the week of next gen. So we're going to talk to the panel, see if any of you guys played some next gen, either Series SX or PS5. And just get your take on it compared to cloud gaming. So let's get started. Let's introduce the panel, see how you guys are all doing. So to get started, Holtz, how are you? What are you how what are you playing? What platform are you using? And also what content creator have you been watching? This week I feel like the best question is what ha- haven't I been playing? Because I've just oh, been playing so true. much choice of games, unbelievable. So right. on the cloud platform, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla on mm-hmm. Stadia. Destiny Beyond Light, again, on Stadia. I've been playing Yakuza Like a Dragon and um, Forza Horizon 4 and Star Wars Fallen Jedi Order on Xbox Series X. And I've been playing Miles Morales and Sackboy's Big Adventure on PlayStation 4 Pro. So it, it, it's a bit it's been, been, <laughs> been overwhelmed with just trying to pick a little snippet of each game. And the creator that I've been watching this week is your boy Twiz. Such Ooh. a great person <laughs> to enjoy. I've just been watching his streams this week. I mean, I couldn't go too far in it because I don't want to get spoilers on Assassin's Creed. But I've been watching his Assassin's Creed and his Beyond Light playthroughs. And he just brings so much happiness. He just, bring, he just makes me laugh all the time. He's just so humorous, so knowledgeable. And it's a pleasure to watch him play some games. Yeah, Twiz is, is a good streamer. If you guys again haven't checked out, I how do you is ya boy Twiz right? Just make ya sure, boy Twiz, yeah. yeah, saying that correctly. Great stream, uh, streaming content creator as well. If you guys haven't checked him out, just, I just want to ask you real quick, Holtz. Like, I know you're playing the games, there's, there's so many games that you're playing, but any of those games kind of like catch your attention to get you to spend more time with it because you're trying all these different things but the one stick for you out of all well, the biggest one that's stuck and that i've played the most is definitely yakuza like a dragon the game mm. just looks absolutely well optimized for series x it looks absolutely gorgeous and wow. i've just been playing in english and it's the amount of filth and gore in that game just makes me laugh it's, it's just like very humorous like something you'll find in a grand theft auto but sort of like a action-based turn battle so mm. it's been it's been really enjoyable, and if I could actually recommend someone to try it, I would actually say yes. Yeah. Play Yakuza, and if you want to get into it, and you've got XCloud or Game Pass Ultimate, play the previous ones on the cloud server. Okay, so it's Microsoft has an advertising deal with um, with Yakuza, right? Be, because before PlayStation used to kind of get that exclusive uh, marketing deal. But I think it went to Microsoft for well, that. This, ga- yeah. this game now, it, it, Microsoft sort of pushed away from the messaging of play anyway. But if you buy it, you get it for the Xbox family and the PC. So yeah. you can choose where you want to play. Interesting. I was looking at that game. I have to pick it up now for sure. Cool, cool. How about you, Mark? What have you been up to? What have you been playing? What platform? And also what content creator have you been watching? 
I'm good, man. Yeah, I think everyone's had a busy week uh, this week. A lot of Ubisoft. Um, I'm still trying to... I enjoyed Watchdog Legions more than I thought I would. Um, and I'm trying to finish it before putting it down and, and picking up too many other things. So I've been uh, carrying on with Watchdogs Legion, still enjoying it, still looks beautiful. Um, obviously, I had to try out Valhalla because it's part of that Ubisoft Plus subscription. It's paid for itself more than tenfold within like the first <laughs> week and a half of having it. Yeah. So absolutely recommend people try, uh, check that one out. Um, and then just before this and, and a bit last night, uh, I was checking out the new Call of Duty black ops cold war yeah um again lots of like rtx kind of stuff in in there which uh i feel like is i've skipped a couple of call of duty so i'm not sure if the previous ones had that but again looks amazing um all of like the rtx stuff obviously i've been running on the shadow infinite tier um all looks fantastic in terms of content creators probably just you guys when i get when i get uh time to actually watch youtube instead of just put stuff on it um, it's usually you guys. Um, I don't do so much of the comparison videos myself. Um, so everyone 100% recommend Game Tech Planet. Jerry's comparison video is amazing. And you guys as well, between all of the cloud platforms, uh, it's been super helpful. And Chief actually tripped me up earlier with his uh, Xbox versus <laughs> Stadia one because I got it completely wrong. I was like, ah, I know 100% which one this is. I was yeah. well out. Yeah, good, good. Cool. How about you, Duncan? What have you been up to? What platform? What games have you been playing? And also, what content creator? Yeah, it's like what everybody's been saying so far. It has been an absolutely mental sort of week with games, games, and more games. I have been playing on an absolute range. I've been playing some Destiny 2 on Stadia. Uh, that's the best way for me to play at this moment in time, even though I've got my Xbox now. Uh, what else have I been playing? I have been playing the game that I've, well, most people have been playing in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Absolutely amazing. So it is. I am so, so enjoying that. It's some of the new, some of the old. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, I've been playing uh, some uh, Slay the Spire on my mobile phone through the X, Xbox, So, which is class as well. I'm just trying to think. I've just been playing a load of games. Oh, and the game which has really sucked me in is Jedi Fallen Order as well. It's very, yeah, I'm at a point now where I actually feel like I'm a proper Jedi now and then everything's beginning <laughs> to open up and it's it's really, really fast. So, yeah, a load of fun there. Who have I been watching this week? Uh, I've been watching you guys with your comparisons. Uh, as Mark was saying, you are putting out some amazing content there doing all the different, uh, who's faster, who's better and all this. Absolutely brilliant. And I've been, who else I've been watching? I've been watching a load of stuff and my head is just like a sieve. And, and uh, I will give uh, Ray a shout out, Ray Sherrard, on uh, the gaming cyborg. He is absolutely, he's on nearly every single day, like for multiple hours, and just chucking stuff out there. So it's well worth checking out, Ray. Yeah, Ray's, Ray's dope, man. Again, if you guys haven't checked out Ray, do. Cool, cool. Yeah, man. Don't know how you guys, I completely forgot about Destiny. Um, it's crazy. So many games came out this week. And when you mentioned Destiny, it's like, oh, yeah, that's another one for sure. All right, Jerry, how about you? What you have been up to for this week? What games have you been playing? And what platforms have you been using? Also, what content creator? 
Yeah, so it's been busy for everybody. Launch day Series X, launch day PS5, plus all these games coming out, supposed to compare them on cloud and test them everywhere else. And all I can say is thank goodness for Chiefs comparisons because I've been able to send some people that way because I've been so focused on single gameplay stuff with the consoles first before I go there that they've been great. So to skip to the end and then back, I, I thought I would be the only one to say this. You guys is who I've been watching when I'm not working on stuff. Mark, or I jump in a stream if I can, Martif's comparisons and Duncan, uh, any unboxing or whatever he has he has going on. That's it. I haven't had time to watch anybody else. So I guess we're all doing the same thing. We're just watching each other or we're working on, some, on something this week. Um, Valhalla is the go-to game for me right now. It was Watch Dogs, but... Mark is right. If you don't finish it, like if you get into another game, like Valhalla completely stole me away from Watch Dogs right now <laughs> because I love Assassin's Creed. So I've played that on PS5, Series X, PC, Cloud PC, Shadow, but not Stadia because I'm waiting for the cross-purchase thing to kick in for Stadia. I don't want to buy all those, and you know, if I'm going to be able right. to get them for free soon enough. Right. So, But yeah, pretty much all those platforms. Valhalla's been my game. Call of Duty's great, but I can't play it on the Series X. Chief? I don't know if you're having trouble. I'll be glad to hear if it's hooked up to my HDR TV. It hard shuts down my Series X every single time. As soon as I get into the game, if I have it hooked up to my 1440p monitor with no HDR, it never hard shuts down. It works just fine. So there's a definite big bug in there somewhere. I put that up on Twitter. But yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Thank you. Thank you again. Jared's been killing killing it to what just next gen and I'm hearing myself echoes driving me crazy, but just killing it with comparison and next gen uh, coverage in the box. And if you guys haven't checked that out, check out Game Tech Planet for that for sure. Ben, sir, you're someone I've been really looking to talk to and see what you've been playing for this week. How are things for you? What you've been playing? What platform? And also, what content creator have you been watching? Uh, content creators, I've watched uh, watched Mark Mark play Assassin's Creed a couple times, um, and then I watched a couple of uh, Chiefs videos uh, with comparisons, just because I was curious about how it was going to turn out. Um, but game, I've been pretty much only playing Valhalla this week. It's um, it's kind of captivated me. It's a fun game. Valhalla is such a dope game, and you're gonna hear that being echoed here. Quite often, yeah, it seems like a lot of people enjoying that one for sure. Yeah, How about I, I was able to even, um, I was able to use Shadow to do a Twitch stream, yeah, of it, and it just all completely off from my Shield TV. It was awesome, um, nice. it turned out pretty good. That's awesome, really, really cool, Chief, sir. How are you? What have you been playing? What platform, and also what content creator have you been watching as of late? I think most people have noticed I've put out quite a lot of content this week. It's been a very busy week. Um, been playing mostly Watchdog Legion and Valhalla, although I'll be very happy to play more than the first 40 <laughs> minutes of Valhalla. I think I'm pretty sick of that intro sequence right now. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to picking that up. But I did hop back into Legion uh, just messing around because it was just, Fun to just blow off some steam and go and some people. I know that sounds really bad, but um, I do want to go back to Legion and finish that before I go to Valhalla. Um, and also, I did pre order Black Ops Cold nice. War, so I do want to go back to that as well as a, a good throw around game. I, 
there's been real mixed reactions about it from the Warzone fans and other hardcore Call of Duty fans, but I actually really enjoy it. I find it much faster paced than the Warzone style, so much more similar to the old kind of Modern Warfare 2 style. So I really enjoyed it, and I'm uh-huh. looking forward to hopping back into that. Right. Um, content creator-wise, uh, Mark, Jerry, you've been watching pretty much your content out this week. Um, and I have to hop on to Project Storms. Uh, he does a podcast each week as well, and it's um, very insightful. I love his opinions, and also his uh, 4K footage when he pops it out to go and check out some games. So, yeah, Project Storms about the only other content creator outside this group will manage to catch some cool, cool. content. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I feel like a lot of uh, the creators in this panel have been doing a great job just doing content today i was watching mark your call of duty stream too and jerry your unboxing of the ps5 my goodness that console is huge man it's huge anyway i'm, I'm kind of salty because you guys know how i've been trying to get one and still unsuccessful so jeremy I'm, I'm happy for you though man good good get with the ps5 but yeah as far as me man just been trying to play valhalla i keep getting interrupted it feels like when i'm just into into it trying to play i just get like a video video id and i go back to making the video and i try to come back and i just lose my place so i told myself i'm gonna take a day to just not make content so i can focus on Valhalla. but as far as like content creator eddie player one if you guys haven't checked him out he also got a Series S and a PS4, and he did some unboxing with those too. Um, and it's pretty cool. I like seeing content creators, uh, especially cloud game content creators, branching out to cover other things. So it's pretty cool to see, you know, now he's going to be doing content around um, those consoles. So it's going to be pretty cool to see how they compare with cloud gaming for him. So sorry, guys, I have kids here. I'm sure you're hearing some noise. Um, trying to get my wife to take them out. She's not listening, so I apologize for the noise. But anywho, let's move to covering um, some of the discussions uh, that we have. To begin, like we always do, we start with GFUS Now. So you guys know, you guys saw uh, Jerry's um, GFUS Now news on Thursdays, right? Five new games were added to the GFUS Now platform. And I would have to say the biggest one out of the five is Assassin's Creed Valhalla, right? And then you have Bright Memory, and you have the Falconeer, and 13. I hope I'm saying that correctly. But this is a game that actually caught my interest a while ago. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that it's coming to GeForce now. And then Rune 2, the Captation Edition. So just want to know for the people on this panel, these games, five of them, any of them catch attention? Have you played any of them? I know, again, this has been a busy, busy week for gamers, right? So to get started, Holtz, what's your take on these five games coming to the GeForce Now platform? Have you played any of them? I have not played any of them on this platform. I mean, I always wanted to dive into Room 2 because I've been saying in the last podcast, I love mythologies, I love the Norse mythology, and this game is focusing off the back of Ragnarok's about to come and you have to build your character, craft sell the seas to sort of get ready for the final battle. So that's something that I was really interested in. But 
have another Norse game that is called Assassin's Creed Valor. I have no time <laughs> to look at it, but I wish I did. And then one game that I'm definitely not going to play, but I like the look of it. I like the look of Vulcaneers, but I, mm. I get sick playing air combat games. So when I was looking at it, I was like, oh, no, can't play that this week. <laughs> so I'm just being off and on. But of course, all these have been overshadowed by Assassin's Creed. But there was one game, it was called Bright Memory. Now, yeah. when, I, when I was looking that up, I applaud that one person who actually developed that game because once the bugs are being panelled out and all that, I think I'll actually have a little try that game. It did look interesting. Yeah. I feel sorry for like every other content uh, a publisher creator right now who are making games, right? Because a lot of good games are going to get overshadowed this week. I mean, you have Destiny, Call of Duty, and Valhalla all releasing same time. It's insane. But, but some of these some of these games are very cheap, and if you can't afford the big games, or you maybe you're waiting for true. Christmas, for a lot of people, just dive in and play them. You probably you probably will enjoy them. It's a good point. Good point for sure. All right, cool, cool. How about you, uh, Duncan? What's your take on these five games coming to GeForce now? They're all awful. <laughs> no, uh, they are really another great selection there. I think from GeForce now they're doing, being consistent there, and the big. The big thing I from all of them is the day right. and date ones. That's just uh, they're coming real, relatively uh, common now, where they're coming out uh, day and date, which is really really good. I think we're going to be talking about more about Assassin's Creed later, uh, but Holtz, me and him are actually on the same page in this game. Bright Memory is the one which is intriguing me, which I am going to probably put on my list uh, for uh, some time to get. Uh, it looks like something I would uh, definitely get in and play. It's, better, and it's, a, it's a short game as well, which which is good because the full one's coming out uh, later on. But Bright Memory is the one I would be, if you take Valhalla out from the list there, it would be the one I would be interested in. That is so in. interesting to hear you guys say, um, to check out that bright game, like had no idea that that game was something that people were excited about. So, beautiful thing about this panel. Now I'm gonna go check that out for sure. Cool, 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 cool. How about you, uh, Jerry? What's your take on these five games coming to the GeForce Now platform? Yeah, echoing what Duncan said, it's something I mentioned in this week's video was uh, even more importantly was all five games were new release. Yeah. And when I saw that next to all of them, I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, that's really cool. It, it, Valhalla being there means anything else that would have been on there minus cyberpunk would be overshadowed anyway. But Bright Memory is getting a lot of attention. There's actually been quite a bit of hype behind that game. There's some YouTube videos up on that. Some people are disappointed in some of the bugs and the length of time the game is, but it looks really cool. So having it on there is nice. Just to put it out there, I'd like to say that, Valhalla being on there, um, the, the the friend I talked about switching over and trying some cloud gaming and going on GeForce Now, he's actually now oh, streaming <laughs> GeForce Now strictly on his Twitch because he couldn't run Valhalla at like very high settings and stream from his PC with a with the I think it's a sixteen sixty or whatever in there it just wasn't working out very well. So he was able to stream high sixty frames per second, no problem, clean stream, and run that game from GeForce Now. 
his eyes were like, ping. <laughs> like, he's like, dude, I think I'm going to be streaming all my games from like GeForce now because my stream is so much easier to handle. And Mark probably knows this from Shadow and other people that have used cloud gaming for stuff like this. So it was interesting to see a non-cloud gamer within like one or two weeks completely be like, I, I get it. There's like lots of different purposes that you could have for this. So he still prefers to game locally, but for his stream, he's like pretty much going GeForce now. So um, that was exciting to me, not just the release of the games, but that somebody that's close to me has actually j jumped in and found such a good use for GeForce now. Nice. Nice. Again, GeForce NVIDIA has something special with GeForce now. We say that every episode, but yeah, cool, cool. How about you, Mark? What's he taking these five games coming to GeForce now? Yeah. I mean, just quickly, just what Jerry was saying, absolutely recommending any uh, people who are looking to get into content creation and, and streaming uh, looking at any of the cloud gaming platforms when you can have all of that load taken off and just dedicate 100% performance from your local machine to just the stream just guarantees you like the best quality. So uh, yeah, anyone looking to do that, you know, GeForce Now, Shadow, any of the ones we really talk about, definitely worth looking into. Um, yeah, obviously the massive one, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I haven't given that a go on GeForce now yet, but I did try um, Watch Dogs the previous week because it was only last week that I learned that GeForce now paired with the Ubisoft Plus subscriptions. All of these games we're getting, we can also get on GeForce now. So that was news to me and that was super cool. Um, just like you, I've just watched this exact trailer. And through watching that trailer for Bright Memory, I realize I have seen this game before. I heard about it while it was in development. Um, unlike Duncan, no, Holtz said it literally one, one guy has yeah, made this game. So, yeah. So, if there's complaints about the length of it and bugs, then cut in some wow. slack because that looks like a studio game right there. That's the one that was demoed at the PlayStation event, which was also done by one guy. I'm not sure if it's the same game or not. That's why it looked very familiar to me. I don't know, but that game looks incredible. And for that being created by just one guy, my goodness. Wow. And then 10 bucks. Wow. True. Yeah. Um, and then I've got a key for Rune 2, but I mean, it is a very unfortunate <laughs> week for that to come out side by side with Valhalla. I'm sorry for the exact same, uh, you know, subject matter to come out in the same week. I worry it will just get like over, like I'm not going to jump into it anytime soon because, you know, I've had my feel of that kind of genre of gameplay and, and that subject matter. And it just depends if I'll come back to it later. So, um, it, which is a shame because it looks really good. It looks, you know, it looks like a, a high quality, high standard game. It's, I mean, like all of them, they've all just been overshadowed by Valhalla this week. Yeah, true, true. Ben, what's your take on these five games coming to GeForce Now platform? I'll be completely honest. I hadn't really looked at any of them until just before this episode and just now with that clip. I, I've i been playing just Valhalla on there the whole time. I, I've been yeah. playing it on both Shadow and on uh, GeForce Now. Kind of okay. testing it out on both of them. Okay. Uh, which one out. Yeah, which one performed better? Just curious for you. Running Ultra setting or running everything on, on Ultra. Um, Shadow definitely performed better. Mm. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. And and uh, any other games catch your interest out of the five? Even though I know you haven't played. Yeah, that's them. all I've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. How about you, Chief? What's your take on these five? 
Yeah, echoed by everybody else. Um, I hadn't had a look at um, that memory because I've been a bit busy. <laughs> it's been pretty much flat out uh, playing Valhalla and creating content. So that is now in my Steam wish list. I will probably go and buy that because the fact that it's seven pounds for me and then you get the next game for free. When I get around to it, it just means I've got two games that I can just hop in and have a play. Uh, and that looks like a, a great kind of game to do on stream as well because it's it looks like fast paced, lots going on. Mm. It looks like quite good fun. True, true, cool. Duncan, do play Valhalla on GeForce now. Yeah, twenty eighty D rig plays it quite well. Very high settings and get you sixty frames per second out there. So yeah, definitely worth using. Good to know, Duncan. I don't know if we got to you and this. Yeah, you did indeed. Uh, okay. I was, but. Like everybody said, it's it's been such a big week. Things were just getting overlooked. Yeah. Yeah. As far as me, I tested out um Bahal and Jeefus now and I I do do something with the performance and I couldn't uh figure it out. But just hearing uh Ben you say that it ran better than Shadow, I might have to test it out on there. I kept it it was blurry for me and I messed with different settings and I just couldn't Stadia looked a lot better to me personally than GeForce Now. So maybe I'm going to try and shout and just see if that, you know, is any better. But there's something about the performance. But the other games, though, I didn't look at. But now you guys have mentioned this Bright. I keep forgetting the name, but this Bright game, which I'll go take a look after after this podcast for sure. Cool, cool. I'm glad you said that about the performance of GeForce now, though, because I thought it was just me, because I dip in occasionally just to, to give it a test, and I've never been able to get the same kind of clarity right. as with other platforms. Um, and it's not it's not a more complicated s- system than any of the others. You know, it's still just a, a you know a toggle, and you're changing your bandwidth settings and things like that. Um, and I've been into like Reddit and tried different things, and I, I there's either like this there's this perfect middle ground that i'm not finding because I've, I've never been able to get it just right and even if it's got to like a, a decent picture quality i've never been able to keep it there yeah and that does you know that does stop me from wanting to because i jump into test but not to play extended sessions because of that true true good point i'm hearing myself echoes i did do a similar issue, Mark, you, echoing you guys on the Valhalla issues on GeForce Now because I yeah. played on there a good bit. The only thing I could find is if you run the in-game benchmark, with which Chief might have done on GeForce Now to get some kind of more idea what the game's doing, the CPU is getting completely hammered when you when you check that in there. And there's times it's at like 92 98% on everything, and I don't know if that's affecting the stream along with the gameplay as well, but there's definitely some kind of issues in there with that mm-hmm. for sure. That game maxes out the GPU on anything it runs. Hmm. So do you, do you CP, think that... CPU usage is CPU usage is max is having an issue, not GPU. Okay. I was seeing GPU maxing out on pretty much everything I was testing on. But yeah, GPU is definitely one that will affect the stream. And I had to knock it down to high settings for the sixty frames per second, very high. You would get massive frame dips and you'd either get stuttering or run. Yeah, dodgy stream. So I got that on most of them. That's why my benchmarks and my comparisons were at high settings because they're the only ones that keep a stable 30 to 60 frames per second. So what do you guys think uh, that can be done to kind of fix that? Because it seems like a lot of people are having issues with that. 
right now? It, it's hard to tell. My local rig, the, the 30, and Chief now has a more powerful PC at the moment with, with what he's got going on, but my Ryzen 3600 with the RTX 2060 is able to play the game at fully maxed out ultra settings going between, at 1440p, between 38 and like 65 frames per second, smooth without almost any stutters ever while playing. So it can't just be, you know, that's the issue everywhere because I'm, I'm not having a problem locally, but on any virtual PC or any cloud PCs uh, and GeForce Now and stuff like that, definitely getting a lot more stutters, having to knock the settings down, uh, help the CPU out and things like that, a lot like what Chief was saying. Okay. Chief, what are your thoughts and what can be done to kind of fix this? Yeah, so those benchmarks really help you. And it's not all about what the average frames per second is. You've got to pay attention to the graph that's alongside it and the minimum frames per second. So if you've got an average of, say, 30, 40 frames per second, but your minimum's five to eight, you're going to hit serious problems because it means that things, it it's bombing out, <laughs> basically. So you're going to get real bad stutters. You want to be seeing that graph your minimum you know as close to the average as possible so if you're not seeing that you know if they have a benchmark available try the settings that's what the benchmark's for mm. if you because otherwise if you just hop in whack it up to ultra and expect everything to run smooth those rigs probably aren't built for it and jerry's right virtualization the way that the rigs or the cloud gaming machines are set up they're not physical CPUs, they're divvied up parts of a physical CPU and they're virtualized to pretend to be one. Mm. And it's that technology that has an extra overhead in a lot of these machines that's kind of hidden. Mm. So a 2080D rig for GeForce Now, for example, which you know is an RTX 2080 on par with a TI, you know, everybody would think would run superb, but because it's a virtual one, you know, as Jerry said, his 2060 local will outperform it most of the time because it's a local physical rig. So you've got to bear that in mind that when we're looking at virtual machines, the specs are actually lower than what they kind of say they are. So that's why a lot of people run into issues because they think, oh, it's 2080, I can run high, oh, ultra everything, whack all the settings to the max and then moan that it stutters and streams drop out and things don't work as well as they think they do. So I think it's a bit of marketing overhype because they're saying yeah, it's a 2080, it's got all this memory and everything else. But because it's a virtual one, it's really nowhere near. Hmm. Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. All right. Yeah, I I hope they get this fixed because, again, um, it's, it's an issue that it seems a lot of people are having. And, again, the fact that you can... Use Ubisoft Plus to play GeForce Now game. It's a plus, and I just wish it worked and ran better. But that's my take on it. All right, so we're going to move over to the Google Stadia news. And again, if I miss some, uh, something from GeForce Now, you guys just let me know on the panel. But four games was released for Google Stadia for this week. And boy, oh boy. Um, again, this has been a very busy, busy week for just gaming as a whole. I uh, just want to know, members of this panel, did you get to experience any of these games? They were actually pretty decent games, right? You had Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Vikings Editions. You guys know Destiny 2 Beyond Light, Just Dance 2021, Family Feud. Any of you guys in the panel play this? And if so, which one? And just what's your take on Stadia Game 4 games this week? To get started, Mark, talk to me. So I 
I want to test Valhalla on a stadium okay. um, for sure, sheer curiosity, uh, especially after seeing Chief's video with the the comparison with uh, Watch Dogs Legion compared right. to Xbox. But Stadia need to get the Ubisoft yeah. <laughs> library. It's plain and simple. Uh, Luna, so new to the game, launched this, and we'll get onto that obviously, but they've already launched with the Ubisoft channel, already paying that subscription. I can access this game, as we've already talked about, I can download it on my local rig, downloaded the games on Shadow, I can play them on GeForce now, and if I had Luna, I could play them on Luna. So the Stadia is like falling behind in not having this library available yet, uh, so it's not a great look. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't think we even need to talk about Just Dance and Family Feud. Actually, you like Just Dance, Ace, don't you? <laughs> Me? No, I never played it. Man. I never played it at all. Um, and I and I fell off. Duncan. Uh, was it Duncan? Well, yeah, it was Duncan. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, and I fell off the Destiny wagon a while ago, so I probably won't be checking out the expansion. But I did, and I might be wrong about this, I saw something about um, the Destiny base game leaving Stadia Pro this yeah. week as well. So, have you got Game Pass, Mark? I do. Yeah, you do. Well, then you've got all of Destiny Two with all of its DLC. Yeah. Well, there we go. So, yeah, if I go to play it, unfortunately, it won't be on Stadia. <laughs> cool, cool. How about you, Duncan? What's it taken these four games release in for Google Stadia this week? Yeah. Uh, well, we'll. Get to the good news, and I'll, I'll leave with a talking point. How about that? Uh, uh, Destiny 2 is the one I've been playing on Stadia. For me, even though I've got the Series X, Stadia is the best place to play that because of the 60 Ooh. FPS at this moment in time. I think that's going to it's going to change in a couple of weeks' time when Destiny gets patched up. But at this moment, that is the best place to play Destiny. Uh, the other three games, this is the talking point now, where or oh, where would Stadia be oh, without uh, Ubisoft? Because <laughs> that's... Three <laughs> uh, out from the four games are Ubisoft games, and if Ubisoft uh, get, uh, pulls their uh, support of Stadia, it would be very interesting yeah. to see where Stadia would be, it's especially with the fallout this week with Assassin's Creed Valhalla yeah. being on Stadia at 30 FPS. There has been a big hoo-ha in the community about uh, Stadia's version not being as good as the next-gen consoles. And there, it's not even about the 4K, it's about the 60 FPS. Yeah. For, 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 for me, personally, it needs to be 60 FPS somewhere, even if it's 1080p, because when I'm playing on Stadia, I don't know what it is, but as soon as it's a 30 FPS game in Stadia, it just, I just feel it straight away. It just makes it even more pronounced mm. or, or something when, when you're playing it on Stadia. So that, that, that's the talking point. Where would, where, where would Stadia be without uh, <laughs> Ubisoft? That's a great question. I mean, if Microsoft pull a Bethesda on the Ubisoft, I would say at this point, Stadia is literally screwed, right? Because, again, the highlight games that they were showcasing for uh, Stadia was Bethesda's game. You look at Doom, Doom Eternal, and all that other stuff, and then Ubisoft titles. If they pull Ubisoft games from Stadia, man, it's going to be a blow. Huge blow. Hope that never happens because that would really suck. But holds. 
let's check in with you, sir. What's your take? So I've been enjoying Assassin's Creed Valhalla on Stadia, and then my friend rang up and went, oh, why did you get it for Stadia? I've just got it on PlayStation 4, which told me because I share with them. So I compared the two between the PlayStation 4 Pro and Stadia, and I have to say I couldn't even tell no difference, which is credit to Stadia's nice. model of nice. streaming it. And I'm like, I'd have to download. I just jump straight in the game and look. And to me, it absolutely looks and runs great for what I nice. want to play. And it's a nice step up from um, um, Odyssey. But no, yeah. I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. And then I picked up Beyond Light, so I jumped into that one as well. Have a little play. Looks are gorgeous again. Then I turned my Xbox Series X. I had to install the game, and then when I loaded it for comparison, I wasn't allowed access. The servers were down for yeah. a bit, so I just jumped back into Stadia, and I was like, oh, I'm, "I'm I'm happy on this platform. I don't mm. have to because it was just extra effort." Now I wanted to buy Just Dance 2021 on Stadia. I mean, I always thought like the whole idea with putting a pass through with the controller on the Stadia controller, I would have thought by now there would have been a little gyroscope we could have plugged into the Stadia controller and it would have allowed us to swing the controller around and give us these features for Just Dance. Yeah. But because it hasn't got stuff like this, I'm like, hmm, I'll just buy it somewhere else. Maybe the Switch where it's got gyroscope. Yeah, I know, but I, I'm I'm buying it for like the younger family members and they're no way, they're no way getting phones. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. So if, if there was a simple solution to enjoy this game without actually giving a kid an expensive phone, I would have, I would have definitely jumped on Just Dance 2021. True. Here are you. Okay. Jerry, what's your take on these four games coming to the Google Stadia platform? Of course, it's the week of Valhalla, <laughs> but... Uh... Uh, just the same as everyone saying and what I was saying earlier, for me personally, I've got to wait for the Ubisoft thing to come to Stadia because with Watch Dogs and with Valhalla, that's a lot of money to put out when I'm supposedly only weeks away from that happening. So that's kind of really what I'm waiting for. And there isn't anything else on the list besides Valhalla right now or Watch Dogs Legion or any of that that I would really want to try. Um, Destiny 2? The amount of great... Yeah, yeah. The amount of gripe I'm seeing online about the 30 FPS, there's a lot for for that on stadia and as holt said it is a it looks good though graphically the settings and how stadia streams it to you it's it's a feat it's really good to do for streaming and it's definitely running better from videos i've seen than geforce now right now even though you can get that 60 if you clock it in and get it where you want it but everybody's coming to expect 60 and with series x here and with playstation 5 here and with rtx 3000 and amd stuff coming out at any resolution, people are just getting very used to 60 and above. It's a way better experience. And most people are right when they say you need higher frame rates when it comes to cloud gaming because it makes the experience smoother. And that's what Duncan is touching on. Um, like he's saying, it just fe- 30 FPS on Stadia feels different than 30 FPS on your PC or on your console sometimes because you need those extra frames to kind of trick the stream into feeling smoother. So I would like to see streaming more going to the 90 and 120 because that's when you really feel it. That's where Shadow gets its advantage, running variable frame rate up to 144, 165. I don't know if they go to 240. Mark would know that. But that's where they have an advantage there, where it always feels a little bit better. So I got to... I hate saying it because I keep getting in trouble, but Stadia is just feeling so last gen to me, more like an Xbox One X. We were talking about this on your show the other day. It just doesn't feel with with my two consoles next to me and new video cards and video and stuff going on. It's just starting to feel old and less relevant to me. And I'm wanting to see some Gen 2. I'm wanting to see some upgrades come soon so that they can stay competitive because they, they do have a path forward. Um, I really still like Stadia, but I just... 
I can't really justify playing very many games there right now. And even Beyond Light, as soon as I saw that on Game Pass for Series X, I can deal with 30 FPS till December 8th when we get the patch. I don't have to buy the expansion, so I'm playing Beyond Light on the Series X right now with Game Pass. Sorry, me that true. I, I hear you, right? Why pay for it? Kind of like you were saying with Ubisoft title. Why pay for it while you can get it elsewhere for free? So I hear that. I hear that. Ben, what's your take on these four games coming to the Google Stadia platform? I mean, Family Feud looks like fun, but I don't have enough people that would play it with me, so yeah. I'm not buying it. Um, plus, you know, that looks like a pro game in a few months. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, it- is it online? Do you guys know? Yeah. Can you play with online? You can do online co-op. Okay. Um, yeah. Soon, I'll, I'll test out Valhalla on Stadia as soon as Ubisoft opens up their Ubisoft Plus to them. Right. Once, once that comes, then I'll be playing that on there as well. But other than that, you know, Stadia has just been the only thing I'll turn it on this week for was to play some Ghost Recon. Cool, cool. Awesome. Chief, what's your take on these four games? Yeah, it's good. Um, you know, Valhalla is the big disappointment for me. Uh, I did the four-way comparison, and it's blatantly obvious that Stadia is definitely suffering with the 30 frames per second there. But um, I'm starting to notice it a hell of a lot more than I used to, because especially hopping on the Series X, doing some of the comparisons, and my PC getting a bit of an upgrade, I'm really starting to notice the difference between the 30 and 60. And after Project Storm's um, podcast today, I had to hop on and have a look at Destiny 2 on Stadia. Um, And wow, it feels so responsive. I couldn't believe how good... um, I've forgotten what it's called, Beyond Light, um, is. And looked, you get one free mission, so I went and did that, and it just looks absolutely gorgeous. And that 60 frames per second on my 1440 monitor just felt so smooth and slick. I can't wait to do comparison with the Series X on that um, at 4K. So it'll be very interesting to see. But also, I did find it funny that the announcement came that Game Pass was getting Destiny 2 and all of the DLC, not just Shadow Keep or whatever, everything. And then two weeks later, we got the Stadia's leaving Pro. Uh the 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 test day announcement was a couple of months ago. Oh, okay, so it was obvious that it was already lined up, and as Jerry said, we got the patch coming for the sixty frames per second and next gen updates to Destiny Two. So Game Pass is again really pushing you know, upgrading their games, getting their games onto the platform. And um, when we come to that section, I've something else that I found quite interesting. But um, yeah, it's a good get for Stadia, but you know, Family Feud. Yeah, great party game. It will be pro in a couple of months. I'll get it then, if not as part of the Ubisoft Plus. What was interesting is I saw a question that I couldn't answer um, was whether Ubisoft Plus will fall into the family share and whether we'll be able to use that. Chances Ooh. are probably not. Yeah. But what I found is a lot of the old pro games that I picked up and just to claim and have their maybe one day to play, my kids are playing. So they're playing quite a lot of the games that I just have there. And because this falls into their range range, they were playing uh, a gardens, the, the gardens one. I found my five-year-old just playing through that, having a whale <laughs> of a time. So it's like, yeah, okay. So they are appearing to that board market still. So 
you know, we got our AAA game of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. The family got their other games. So, uh, and Duncan, yeah, you know, if Microsoft buy Ubisoft, I think Stadia is definitely in big trouble. Uh, and I was, there has been hints of Ubisoft Plus coming to console. Now, how that would work would mean that somebody like Microsoft would have to be very invested in them. So which console? Would it be both consoles or would it only be Xbox consoles? So it'd be very interesting to see what happens next uh-huh. year around Game Pass and Ubisoft Plus because right. the games are so expensive on the Series X. If you've got any other way to play Ubisoft games, you are not going to want to be buying them on your Series X. I can absolutely see um, them. So I don't know if you guys heard about this. Maybe I'm off with this, but they paid Bungie a lot of money to get that exclusive right or content to um, Destiny's expansions, right? So my thing is if they have EA Play on there, you know, they have Destiny on there, it wouldn't surprise me if they pay to get Ubisoft Plus on there somehow. And if they do, that's a huge, huge advantage for Xbox Game Pass owners. I mean, hell, why get anything else, man? If they are just snagging things up like this, you know, it's pretty impressive. Not going to lie. It's pretty impressive. Cool, cool. Anyone else want to add anything to the stadium news? Before um, we move yeah. Go ahead, Tony. You go first. I was going to say, probably forgot to say about the same, that everybody's getting their, their free premiers this week. Yeah, and it, which is pretty pretty big news, and it's pulling in a lot of a lot of people there. And uh, I can see I, I know that you know, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was absolutely amazing that like both uh, Stadia and uh, Xbox brought the cloud into the news this week. Uh, with this, even with the launch of the two consoles, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, my, my my point was a negative point. I, I didn't like the way when I was loading up um, Beyond Light, and then I went on the store and actually realised the ultimate's been slashed a few pounds off. And then as I looked, I realised the Dulux. When I pre-ordered, there wasn't a Dulux, and it actually had all the seasons. And I looked and I thought to myself, if you're going to cut the price on day one. For certain bundles, can you please just tell us in advance before some of right. us actually click pre-order? That's so, because in the end, I want if I, if I can actually justify that price yeah. with a little bit of saving, I would have picked up the whole expansions, especially if it's getting removed off the pro. Hmm. But that's wow. Stadia's way, right? No. Charge you full price, discount it, or put it on pro in a couple of weeks. Gosh. So with with the premiere again. uh happen but something you guys can do if you guys really want to get um people you know who have youtube uh premium to try cloud gaming and stadia just give them a call and say uh someone is saying this sold out if this is true then this might not work but i did this um with a couple of my family members and they got the premiere so if you want people to actually test out stadia and they have youtube premium just be like hey let them know that this is a thing so they can get it and try it out for free it's it was there's a holiday coming up it's a great yeah 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 my niece and nephews they never had stadia controllers so i was a youtube family member so i claimed six for the family members and i give them all controllers so thanks to father you know father christmas google they just got all free stadia controllers wait hold on how did you claim six because on youtube family members 
Uh-huh. Even to, I had six family members included in my Google ecosystem, which I told you to play movies, YouTube music, and stuff like that. So then when the once it said everyone can claim one, I clicked on myself and then my brother and then this. And yeah, it just allowed six members to Are claim. You? So if we're on the YouTube family plan, each members can claim one? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> So there's two there. Look, you know, Holy crap, I didn't know that we have four people. I thought there was yeah. just one. Keep going. And, and here's I'm one. Sign up I thought and, they were sold out. And though. I added a family member. I think I think I accidentally found, I, I kicked him off by accident. I added him again on the sixth, and he still he was still allowed to claim one. So I think if the main family member is still active as the YouTube premier premier or whatever owner, the other over five members can actually claim one. Holy crap. Now, when the last promotion this happened, they were giving away Google Minis for YouTube yeah. members, and I could only claim one, so I was yeah. quite shocked. That's six. So now all the kids have got their own controllers yeah, now. Yeah, so. out of here. I got to check that out. Hopefully, we can still do that. Didn't know that. Oh, and here's something not to freak anybody out. Guess who else did this? Who? On live. <laughs> Got all on live. <laughs> Wait, did on live have hardware? Yes, they, they had. Yeah, little, the tiny box. Yeah. They gave away. A, they gave away the console and they gave away the controller. Again, the parallels between on live and Stadia keep on growing. So I don't know. My plan is I don't know if this is because I've not seen if it stacks yet. I'm waiting for the pro members to stop, and the premier edition still get three months free. Don't they for no, the they removed that they, they removed it. Oh, damn. Yeah, it was founders. I think the premiere never got three months. Correct. No, I, me thought the, I thought the founders got three months plus a buddy pass for three months. I thought the premiere had the three month trial. I might be wrong. No, it was founders that had. That is only founders. Because I did yeah, buy came with one month free. Yeah, I did buy several them. premieres and I did not get three months with it. Um. But yo, I'm I'm gonna test this out. I can't wait for this. I love you guys, but I cannot wait for this podcast <laughs> to be over so I can. I've just upgraded my YouTube to YouTube family to see if it lets <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I wonder how many people out there probably upgraded the free seven day trial and it just before the weekend it just actually added them. Wow, cool, good to know. Well, you guys, you learned something here, so claim away, guys. Does anyone your... else think that um, possibly this is just them getting rid of? Uh, Chromecast Ultra stock. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> like they have a warehouse full of it somewhere. Like, uh, let's get it out. Yeah, the fact that they is that you know, yeah. huh? Say it again, Chief. Because maybe they're going to replace it with something. Well, you would hope they would. They're doing the Stadia um, yeah, support TV, for yeah. the new one. Yeah, yeah. Push yeah. the Google TV, Android TV platform. Hopefully. So, in case, like I said, there, there was a picture from our Discord with them stacked up. So, just to show <laughs> that they actually, you wow. can actually do it. If you... Wow. That's crazy. All right. We'll have to check that out. That's cool. That's really cool. Anyone so else? Anything on there, actually. Just that um, I didn't see any posts about it, but Stadia put out a new APK uh, last week. And that APK now works on my Shield TV without crashing. Oh, yeah. Because their Android that. TV support is definitely improving. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. And if it was crashing for you before, go grab the latest APK from APK Mirror or something. And you can probably start using it on your Android TV now. 
Cool. And some people had issues on their Google TVs, so try the latest one. So Kel here saying he got four, three re-delivered men. All right, this is cool. This is cool. Again, I'm going to try and claim mine after this, see if I can get more. So it looks like all our family's kids, they won't know what next gen is. They only know what stage it is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> My kids come home, they've got tablets, they've got Switch, and they go, can I play Farming Simulator on Sadia, please? Google's doing something right, right? That's cool. Good to hear. It's awesome. fine, because back in the day, we had pogs. <laughs> yeah, I've got no Tamagotchis, yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh, the only other story I wanted to add um, that I talked about in the video today is the Chrome extension for anyone who uses Stadia on yeah, Chrome. Good point. Um, so there's a free Chrome extension which is made by a third-party developer, just uh, a, a guy who does development work and apparently got some help from some other people, um, created a free Chrome extension called Stadia Enhanced. Okay. So it basically fixes the UI issues with Stadia on the Chrome browser that people have been complaining about since the start, and Stadia haven't been bothered to update it. So uh, a couple of things it allows you to do. You can uh, change the layout. So instead of two tiles um, in the display, you can max it out to like six in a row. So you can see your entire library in, in one screen. Nice. It makes it easier to navigate around. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you a search function as well for the stores. It searches. You can Whoa. search. Like, because, you know, Google, the search engine company, <laughs> didn't fancy putting a search box on, on Stadia, which I feel like that's actually tactical. I feel like a lot of um, systems sometimes do that. So if you're looking for a game, yeah. you look through the library intentionally and yeah. you see other stuff that you might want to buy instead of jumping to the game that, that you were, you know, searching for. So I feel like that's tactical, but still, it's a search box. Yeah. People were asking for it. They should have had right. it. Luna has less games and they have a search for the games. Just don't know that out there. But there yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the feature I was uh, actually found the most helpful is just a little overlay that they've added, which you can enable in game. And it's just a nice little orange stadia square in the corner. It will show you your latency, the um, resolution. Cause even though I launch stuff, uh, it'll, it will eventually get to 4k, but you can actually see it launches in like 720 and builds its way up which you wouldn't have known before. Mm. Um, and it shows you your, your FPS as well, which is pretty cool. That's really cool. Have to, so I, there was an article that came out that said Google was actually working on their own extension for Chrome. Is this it or is this? This, this was third party. Interesting. Okay. I've been, I've been using it for a couple of months now and like since it launched. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Stadia in hand. I agree with Mark. It's 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 awesome. It makes Stadius so much better. Does it? So there was also an, an extension called Stadia Plus, right? Mm-hmm. Is this different from it? This is different. Yeah, it's different. Interesting. Okay, I have to take a look at this for sure. I have to take a look at this. Cool. All right. So the promotion page is saying it's not available in my region. Is that new for you? You were able to claim yeah. them before, right? I got one before, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if any others who haven't claimed it yet get the same error. Okay. I get that. You get it? So I wonder, like, if the sold-out thing is a thing. Maybe it's completely, like, done. But, okay. Well, I'll, I'll check it out again after this and see. 
Cool. All right. Any other Stadia needs before we hop on to the next platform? Messaging is starting to roll out in certain areas. Truth. Truth. Anyone received any it? evidence? Yeah, I have not <laughs> seen any evidence. I've heard about it. Yes, it, it works. It is in Italy at this moment okay. in time. I have just sent Marchief a message if he can get into it. If he clicks on the link I put in there. But yes, you have to change your region to oh. Italy. And uh, <laughs> and then you get the wee pop-up there. Uh, that was Jem has found a, find a link where you can do it. But yes, messaging is there. And I have exchanged a couple of messages with people. I'm following them. <laughs> so if you do change your region... D- d- does the language then become English, or is it like how how does kind, that work? Kind of. So Google asks if you want it to auto translate. Okay. And it translates it. It translates everything for you. So you, what you're looking at is the Italian version of Stadia translated by Google into English. Interesting. Okay. If you guys are really that desperate, just know you can get it done. Right. Seems like a lot of work. <laughs> See, I was a bit worried when you said Italy. I thought it'll actually change your geographical location yeah. to save. And I was like, oh, no, that's going to be a bit harsh for just sending messages. Yeah. I'll just Discord. I'll Discord instead. <laughs> Duncan, do you want to put that up? Yep, you can mark away. All right. There we go. So that... Not see amusing messaging there on oh, Stevia. Oh, oh. Well, messaging. Sorry, I've got an update on the premiere before everybody goes and upgrades like I just had. Yep. Grace from Google posted yesterday saying the promo was active while supplies last. We're now out of supplies for the promotion in the US and UK, and they're planning to launch it in other countries next week. Damn so it. UK, so if you change to Italy now, you might get one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am. I just missed out, man. Well, kudos to you, um, Holtz, man. You made out like a bandit there, bro. I, I, I put it in the Discord, all the links and pictures, and I was like, "You did, what? you did." I didn't catch on. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Any other steady? We are going to hop into Luna. Any other steady news? All right. So, just want to know, people on this panel, have you guys? This is really insane. Because I know there's still a lot of people who haven't got the Luna invitations yet, right? So for you guys on here, just round up, hands up, I guess, like if you've got your Luna invitation yet. Just okay. you. Wow, that's that's crazy. Again, I I think they should be rolling this out a lot faster, man. It's crazy that people still don't have access to this, right? But... News this week, as you guys know, Ubisoft Plus became a thin on um, Amazon Luna, and I got to test it out, put out a video if you guys haven't seen that yet. But it's pretty impressive. Yes, some people complain that there's not a lot of games on it. And what I find interesting, there are some online games like Ghost Recon, Wildlands, and Breakpoint, but there's no online feature yet. So that is pretty interesting. But if you really want to play just single play focus game like Valhalla, it's not bad. Um, I like the customization of it. Again, you can up the graphical settings to ultra high. You can mess 
with uh, FPS, it's kind of like a GeForce Now equivalent. Um, and it runs the game just like you would use um, Ubisoft Plus and GeForce Now too. So overall, it was a pretty pleasant experience. Um, good performance, hands down. Um, but that's pretty much the news for Luna. Um, members of this panel, what, what's your take on Ubisoft Plus coming to Luna? Anyone? I'm just Somebody paid a lot of money. Uh, Ubisoft were in the driving seat for that. We've got the games, you need them. Hi. Right. <laughs> so, right. Uh, also, on Luna, two new games came to Luna this week in Cross Code. Is it Cross Code? And uh, Everspace came to Luna this week, to Luna oh. Plus. Good to know. Yeah. I, I had no idea. Are those games any good? I don't even know what they are. Everspace is another game I backed and didn't play. Okay. Okay. All right. Again, I'm interested to see what they do with the online portion of Luna. Like what, how, and you know what? Realistically, that's an advantage that Stadia is going to have over Luna, right? Are they going to allow you? Ah, I'm scratching my head. Because the issue Stadia has right now is if this is an online game, it's hard to find people to play that game with because Stadia still has a small use, uh, user base. And Luna has a smaller user base. So how how in the world are they going to get online to work? I'm still scratching my head on this one. I think, it, like, I think it links with PC games as well for Ubisoft Plus. So you get the PC players uh, interacting with okay. Stadia and Luna through Ubisoft games. If I, if I read it correctly. Yeah. That's the PC yeah. version, so you actually have the whole PC credit mm. on every single game. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But if not on Ubisoft Plus, right? If they bring in a game like Grid, which has online, you know, on other consoles, how will, how would they get that to work? Then is it going to be PC just... again? I, Luna is not the console versions by the sound of things. It's the Windows versions or PC versions. So therefore, it's automatically in the PC pool. So there is no cross-platform unless they wanted them to play with Stadia or consoles. It will be the PC generation. So then, are they going to have like friends list, or are they going to? How is that all going to work out? Early access. I will say, uh, yes, they have the the devs have been on. They're pretty open about this. The friends list is coming, multiplayer is coming, everything is coming, everything you can think of is coming. It's just they're just pushing it out if and when they want to. Um, but we do know multiplayer is a hundred percent coming because remember a couple of weeks ago they dropped new words in the middle of Luna, uh, the page is there, then they swiftly removed it. So yeah, I'm not too concerned about all that sort of stuff because it's just they're. I think it's came out a bit early, and they are just trying to iterate on it as quick as they can. Okay, yeah, that's the part. Um. um... Yeah, I, I want to see more. <laughs> I want to see how it, it's going to work. But a lot of good things just talking to you guys about it. It sounds like that's something that they're thinking about, especially like if New World is going to come to this platform, they have to figure that out. I'm hoping by the time that releases. So 
Okay, keep an eye out for online Luna, but overall, it's good to see you be self plus here. Again, Google Stadia, what the hell are you? The fact that Luna beat Stadia to the punch is kind of really upsetting. And like, again, a lot of people want to play watchdogs, right? And, and Valhalla and Stadia. And the fact that, you know, they have to pay full 60 bucks while we know that this is something coming in a couple of weeks is kind of frustrating. And seeing a new company like Luna just get this, you know, not cool. But anyway, let's keep moving. Anyone else want to add anything else to Luna? Okay, set it all there. All right, so we're going to move to the next uh, platform then, which is xCloud. As you guys know, EA Play Games is now officially on xCloud. Um, did a video on this too, showcasing it. Really bummed out, though, because it's about six games available. And if you look at the console variant of EA Play, there's a ton of more games. And so I just want to know, how do you guys feel about the limitations of games coming to xCloud? This is not just xCloud. You have games like Star Wars uh, Fallen Jedi, not on xCloud, but available in Game Pass on consoles. What's y'all's take on these games coming to consoles, PC, but not making their way to xCloud? Do you think this is an issue that um, Microsoft is going to have to figure out coming you know down the line or do you think this is not that big of a deal just buy an xbox to play those games so to get started holtz what's your take on ea play games or just xcloud not getting the other games that console games again well i mentioned this last week i don't like the idea that they're splitting it away pc right. cloud console i don't like that idea because when ea plays came into came onto game pass i was thinking to myself yes i'm gonna play at least fifa 20 on on the um, cloud, yes, yeah. I'm gonna have access to Burnout Paradise. That's gonna right. be an amazing game to play. So there's some games that I'm disheartened that it's not there. But if I actually have to promote EA games that actually are on X Cloud, we've got The Sims 4, Dragon Age Inquisition, Mass Effect Andromeda, and Mirror's Edge Catalyst. All great games that I would right. play on the cloud. Mm -hmm. So on that side, I'm just sort of in the middle between two places. Of course, I want the whole package, but I'm sure that will come in time. Yeah. But then it's also part of me again when we go into Game Pass. Now, I wanted to play Brutal Legends, Final Fantasy VIII Remasters, and Dragon Quest Eleven. I wanted them on the cloud, and they're only available on the console. So yeah. even though I'm happy, I thought well, these would be great games I could take on my mobile, grind, play, and at the moment it's just left. It's been left out. So I'm in two minds with this service, but within in future, I do believe they're actually going to merge it all together. Okay. Good, good. Hopefully they do. Right. But Jerry, what's your take on this news? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty patient for that. I the games will come, like Holtz is saying, he'd like to see it all be there, as would I. But you know, if you're the developer and you're looking at the state of what we'll still call XCloud right now, at you know, seven twenty P and still some complaints here and there about how well it works, and us really seeing it more of an add-on service to get people in, dip your toe in cloud. We know the better blades are coming, and we know probably better development support will come. Not everybody's going to want to throw their game. I could understand why Jedi Fallen Order is not on there right now. Um, it's a beautiful game. It's addictive. It's fun. But it's probably just not going to perform well. And um, 
I've done, I have a video out today setting up the Series X to stream game stream to you, you know, setting up your own little xCloud situation to stream. And the streaming experience with that right. is definitely better than with my One X. Um, it, my One X worked fine, but it's even better with Series X. So I could see that, you know, with time it will come. We are little baby uh, xCloud right now. We're not, you know, and, and really cloud gaming in general is just getting its footing. And look at the turnaround with GeForce now. Um, you know, look at the community that goes on Twitter and attacks developers now instead of GeForce now. And you know it's the same for yep. Xbox. They'll take anyone that wants to come as well. But the developer has to want to do it. So GeForce has gotten better. We keep getting new releases. And I think in the future, especially like middle of next year, we'll see xCloud get into a better place. But Console is going to have the most Game Pass games, then PC, then xCloud, and it's going okay. to kind of trickle but down. But I'm a bit worried like now that you just mentioned, and I mentioned that in the future it actually might merge together. By that time, the games that I actually want to play might actually leave Game Pass. So, <laughs> so when, it come, when it comes out in a few months, I'm going to be like, well, where's Final Fantasy VIII? Removed. Where's Dragon Quest? Yakuza? Removed. Yeah, right. That's a fair argument, yeah. Duncan, what's it taking these games leaving? I mean, leave, not leaving, but yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I think, as it's just been said, uh, I think there's the reasons are they're going to run horribly <laughs> on X Cloud, especially Jedi Fallen Order. I've I've been playing on the Series X there, and it's like a completely different game to what it was before. It is absolutely a lot more fun when it's been bumped up to the 60 FPS and it's a solid 60 FPS. Uh, I think we're about to get some updates to X Cloud, and uh, there I'm putting my neck on the line there. Uh, Jez Gordon, I believe, on his podcast last night has said he is playing on PC. So mm. we we may be hearing something about that shortly. I was someone someone told me uh, about that uh, yesterday. Uh, so that's something to maybe keep an eye on going forward. Uh, and. Uh, we always talk about games leaving XCloud uh, because they're part of Game Pass. I'm not actually that concerned about that because we have been told uh, that we will be able to buy your games and you'll be able to play them on XCloud by Phil, have to get this right, Phil Spencer. Yeah. Uh, you'll be able to buy them and you'll be able to play on there. So if you're worried about losing your games on Game Pass, you can always buy them anyway and you always get the discount. So it's... I think we're, we are in such an early phase of this. Uh, we just have to suck it and see. Because I, I think next year with xCloud, with Stadia, with Luna, with with Shadow, with all these uh, different cloud gaming uh, platforms, I think there is a window of about March, April, May time next year. And I think things for cloud are just going to completely change. And we're going to see the full strategies uh, going forward. Okay, good to know. Good to Ben. What's it taking the X Cloud, EA Play, and other games just not showing up in service? You know, I was getting ready to re-sign up my X Cloud just so I could, you know, play some of the EA games. Yeah, but I decided to wait, and I'm kind of glad I did. Hmm. I just was expecting a lot more on there, and from what right. everybody's saying, it just seems like it was a good idea just to wait and see if maybe they change their minds later. Yeah. 
What is unfortunate, too, is that some of these games are not available for PC. They're just strictly to consoles, right? So I think it's Star Wars, right? So if you want to even go the Shadow route by, you know, downloading Shadow to play in the cloud, you can't even do that. It's just limited to consoles, which really sucks. But anyway, Mark, what's your take on the xCloud news? Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not too concerned. I think it was actually probably just a, a nice gesture to get these added to uh, available to stream via the cloud on the same day as the uh, obviously EA right. play coming to a console. Um, n- not overly concerned because I think we'll probably see a few more come to X Cloud after or after the December rollout of EA Play coming to Game Pass for PC, <clears throat> where we will be able to get these games, you know, on Shadow and, and places like that. Um, I kind of, I do agree with Holtz that I, I have personally found the user experience can be confusing sometimes with the the segregation of these platforms now, because there, there was literally a game that I was playing on xCloud that uh, while I was on the sofa and then I moved to the PC to do some work and I thought, I'll take a break, I'll carry on that game on the PC. But I was on xCloud, it wasn't on Game Pass for PC. And it's that kind of uh, segregation that's causing confusion and it's a poorer kind of user experience. Um, But yeah, and I also 100% mirror that a lot of those games probably won't run on xCloud. Uh, Recently, my performance has been hit hit and it's been about 50 50 mm. half the time absolutely fine no stutters um and it may it could be uh server-based it might be this time i've connected to this great um low volume uh, high connectivity <laughs> server and the rest of the time i've been jammed into this this busy one or something um so it's a it's about 50 50 at the moment but f- for the price of game pass i've got no concerns about kind of keeping my subscription i the the value of it has substantially increased since since we got it with the games they keep continue to adding the services they keep rolling in like ea play um you know the little things they're doing like on-screen controls you know nice little uh added bonuses like that in case you're just out and about and didn't bring a controller with you so it's nice to see them keep adding to the service as well um, and I've got no doubt that Phil is desperate to find an iOS workaround. I know he said is the the plan is to work something out with Apple to get it on uh, the iOS platform. And I do believe if anyone's going to muscle their way through the, those terms and uh, terms of service, it's probably going to be Microsoft. Yeah. Um, but most likely, what we'll probably see, maybe not this year now, uh, but probably early next year is we will see them take the Amazon Luna route, the rumored GeForce Now route of uh, going through the browser because nothing Apple can do about that. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think Luna just, again, opened the door to a lot of other people using that approach. Apple actually pushed people that way. They've actually openly admitted that if you want to do it, to it so, through the browser. Awesome. We'll wait and see. It's exciting times for sure. Oh, kudos to EA Play putting the four games that I mentioned before, plus maybe Garden Warfare 2. Because if these yeah. games were announced for Luna, I would have lost it and actually jumped on Luna. But at the yeah. moment, they're not available anywhere else. But yeah. 
Game Pass. So kudos to Game Pass are having at least these five titles that I think is exciting. And I'm pretty sure there's a few more titles that a lot of people are going to be interested in, but the five I've embraced. But yeah, there was Hand Egg as well on that. Yeah, so Madden. Madden, that's true. That's true. That's on there. So an advantage I think Luna has, again, they have to figure out their whole line, but if they can get an EA channel, right? Think about this, right? With xCloud, they are the performance sucks and they're still limited to 720p. They can bring, you know, like 1080p, 4K, 60 FPS type games to Luna. And I think that people would rather play it on Luna, especially like whatever the price is, $5, $10. I think people would rather play a better performing experience on Luna than an X Cloud. So Luna has some things going for it with channels if they can just get more. I think it's absolutely nailed on. We're going to have it. I don't think we're going to have one EA channel. I think we're going to have two EA channels on Luna. The mm-hmm. premium, what March, if can help us out here, whatever. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have that one and we're going to have the cheap one both of them are going to be on it and I'm going to say first, first half next year if not, not even first quarter of next year they're going to be on Lena. so what do you think will come first Ubisoft Plus on consoles or EA Play Pros on Luna Oof. I, think, I, I, think, I think Ubisoft Plus is coming to the consoles first personally I I, I think it's going to come to Game Pass uh, because I think Microsoft is going to try to secure that deal. They know that's going to be a huge advantage for Game Pass. And for Microsoft right now, it's all about Game Pass, I think, personally. But we'll see. We'll I will see. go I will go EA on Luna before. Uh, but... I would say EA on Luna first, yeah. Right. It's an easier okay. win. So just real quick before we go to you, Chief, at the xCloud discussion, do we know something here about PlayStation Now, uh, Duncan? So what's, what's this about? There is a lot of talk. There's lots of NDAs in order up by PlayStation 5 and uh, PlayStation Now. Uh, Digital Foundry have touched on to it uh, during one of their uh, talks. And a couple of these leakers have uh, said people who have got uh, PlayStation uh, 5 uh, consoles, do already, uh, there was something about PlayStation Now in it. And apparently, this is a big pinch of salt, loads of pinch of salt, but the news will be coming out next week on Thursday with the release of the PlayStation Worldwide. Uh, so it is just take that with a massive, massive grain of salt, but apparently there is some PlayStation 9 news coming this week. Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 19th, I think. Interesting. I have a yeah. feeling Three different. I have a, I have next a, a couple other things are going to happen. <laughs> aren't they? I think so too. I think so too. You're going to see a lot of bombs being dropped next oh. Thursday. Is is it Nvidia rumored to do something on the 19th as well? Uh, they might be. Uh, I don't know. 360 Ti sure. release possibly. And, uh, what, yeah. And what, what what's and what's the day? Is it the day before as well? What's happening uh, with Xcollide? What are they doing? Let's see if anybody remembers. 
Nope. They they are releasing in Japan. They are releasing in Brazil. Yes, they're doing their big uh, expansion uh, that day as well. So we've got a lot of week as well. Yep. And AMD's releasing their 6000 series GPUs as well. All right, just being realistic, do you think it's because of Stadia? No. Okay. I was going to say, like, does Stadia really hold that much of a threat? None of them are worried about Stadia. Yeah. Yeah. NVIDIA and and AMD are like, who's Stadia? Yeah, if PlayStation do something next week, it's because it's the week following their console launch. Everyone's had time to get their hands on it, get it set up, get it. you know, come to terms with it and roll out something new. Um, and the only rumor, or I think it was a patent or something, um, we're talking like so many months ago now that was talking about uh, PlayStation 5 demos that you would be able to try games on the PlayStation Store instantly by streaming the demos without having to download and install demos to try yeah. out a game first. Yeah. And obviously the only the only way they could do that is to actually stream quality yeah. PlayStation 5 games. And if they're working on something that's going to be able to stream PlayStation 5 games, then they can improve PlayStation now. So when they bought Gaikai, they said that was... They, they've been talking about this since that purchase. That was one of the big deal with Gaikai, being able to stream demos of games before you make the purchase. And that never came to fruition. So it'll be, it'll be cool if they finally do it, right? We'll wait and see. It'll be nice. Yeah. Now, I think they've done it intentionally on the 19th myself because why not a Friday? Friday news and Friday releases when everyone's sort of enjoying the weekend makes sense. I think they just slided in knowing a, comp- a competitor's got a market and share or interest on that date. So they're going to wait for some news and then announce theirs. Yeah. Why not Wednesday? You know, why, why Thursday? Which is surprising. They want to... Overshadowing yeah. the others. So in a way, it holds my like when Microsoft yeah. dropped their news, when Amazon. News so where when if, their stayed, news, if I was stayed, I'd be I'll say, well, no one actually got their founders editions till the Saturday. So let's just push it. It's everybody got uh, their codes on the yeah, It's weird to anyway, me that Digital yeah. Foundry couldn't show their PS Now when I know. Like, there's no way they had a different version than what I yeah. have right now. And PS Now is identical on PS5 as it is right. on PC right now. <laughs> yeah. There's no difference. It's weird to me that they're gonna like have news and release some totally revamped PlayStation Now a week after it already released. I mean right. a lot of the world's not getting until the nineteenth, but millions of people did already get their PS5. If you're gonna do something with PS Now, do it at launch. Don't do it later yeah. when it goes worldwide. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm saying massive pinch of salt and everything like that sure. under the sun. And no one, no one, not other, no other company has waited for the Europeans or where other continents to join in. So if they had news, they should have just done it on the US and the Japan release date. Right. It made sense. True. It's going to be an interesting week. I thought this was a big week, but it sounds like next week is actually going to be quite impressive too so again we should have a lot to talk about next podcast for sure cool cool all oh, right a bit better, maybe we'll have playstation 5 cloud beta access just for europeans <laughs> how cool <would> that be? <laughs> how cool would that be all right so let's talk about Valhalla again this is the big game for this week everybody yeah mother has tried this game so just want to know 
What has the experience been playing on multiple different cloud services? Again, this is available on Stadia, GeForce Now, Shadow, Luna even. The only thing that's not available for is xCloud, right? So how has the experience been? Which one do you think ran it better based on what you guys have tried? And how are you liking the game? So to get started, Ben, what's your take on Bahala and which platform do you feel like ran it better for you when you tested it? I mean, it ran great on both uh, GeForce Now and Shadow. Um, mm-hmm. I just think it looked prettier on Shadow. Okay. Um, graphically, it just looked a little bit better. But performance-wise, like it was smooth. I didn't get hardly any stutters or anything like that on GeForce Now. It was just it was a little sharper and crisper on G- on Shadow. Than Shadow, now. yeah, yeah. Again, hearing you say that, I'm gonna test that out after this for sure. Host, what's your take? Which one ran the hell better? And um, just how has the experience been with the game? Well, I can often compare between the PlayStation 4 Pro and Stadia. But to me, they looked identical. Right? There, was no, there was nothing that I can see any difference. But I have to marvel at Stadia for actually having it performing like that over the cloud. Right. The only time I can actually I want to compete with the two is Stadia versus PlayStation 5. But at the moment, it's only between this gen. So just focus on this gen. Stadia actually wins because of the tech behind it. And one, it's actually running without no installs, quick to play. You know, that's all I can say. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Again, we'll talk about next gen here. And I think Chief Holtz and Jerry are the... And Duncan, a lot of you guys have next gen cons, so we'll talk about next gen in a bit. But Mark, what's your take on Bahala? Which platform do you feel ran the best for you? And are you asking me because I don't have a next gen console? <laughs> I don't technically own one. So you're good. It was a choice not to get one, all right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then by the time I've been convinced to change my mind, I'm in the same boat as you, and I can't yeah. get one. Uh, maybe next year. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, ob- quite obviously for me, uh, trying it on Shadow and on the uh, Infinite tier, everything turned up. It looked amazing, ran beautifully. Um, and yeah, can't can't stop complimenting that <laughs> Ubisoft Plus subscription to, to get all of these games, really. Mm. Yeah. Uh, in terms of... Uh, I'm, I'm not a massive Assassin's Creed fan, um, I can see, I've, although I've enjoyed it and it's definitely different to the ones that I have attempted to play before, I can still feel the elements in there of things that I never got to grips with. Some of the like annoying parkour mechanics, like I'm, I'm just trying to run over there, but he's going to jump over there. Um, and like sneaky, sneaky games have never been my like forte. Mm. Uh, given that, I mean, I've literally before this podcast just came off of of Call of Duty, where I was doing a mission where you're you have a sniper with a silencer and you need to sneak in, and instead I took the the route of uh, setting off an alarm and killing everyone. <laughs> it's just how I roll. So Assassin's Creed has never like really worked for me, but this is you know of all the ones that I'm going to give a go properly, it's going to be this one. I'm just going to get legions out of the way first. Okay. Did you ever play Metal Gear Solid, Mark? No. Okay. I, you probably would struggle with that. That being <laughs> so stealthy. Cool, cool. Yeah, but, but yeah. with Metal Gear Solid, you can run away, couldn't you? And 
know, the AI wasn't that really advanced. Where in this one, you're trying to get inside the base, aren't you? So when sure. the people actually see you, you're like, I'm the same as Mark. I- I'm thinking I'm stealthing, and everyone's like, look at him there. Just just, just let him get a bit closer than 20 of us will just beat him up. That's well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not that far in, so I wouldn't ruin anything by talking about the, the part that made me turn it off. But it's like the third siege or something where you need to destroy supplies by shooting the there's carts with like explosive things on it and you're shooting it with the bow and arrow and it causes fire to go everywhere and if you run through the fire you're pretty much dead but the fire just goes everywhere and i've died four five times in a row and i thought i'm gonna go back to this later but i think what i like about this assassin's creed is at least you can build your character up to like represent how you play you know how much stamina you want how much Mm, hits you can take how much stealth so it's actually plays for everyone doesn't it really I, I think it's interesting that I just think it's interesting they chose to go without uh, the automatic healing like Odyssey had, where you have to like Uh-oh. constantly be, be eating to like heal yourself up. Right. Uh, I do also appreciate that even like less than an hour into gameplay, like the armors and stuff you get already make you look poorly. You're not running around in rags and stuff. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like people are having fun with the game. But Duncan, what's your What's your take on this, and what platform do you feel like runs it the best for you? I, I've only been playing it on one yeah. platform, and it's on uh, Series X, so we're going to come to that later. But if we're just going to give a quick round about the, about the game, I'm absolutely loving it. Uh, uh, the game completely transforms when you get, and it's not a spoiler here, when you hit England, I think it becomes a proper Assassin's Creed game, and it just opens up and it, off you go, have some fun. And uh, it's for me, I'm a big, massive Assassin's Creed fan. And it's it's got the old school stuff, which I'm not going to spoil. And it's got the new mechanics as well. I think it's, uh, for me, at this moment in time, it is my game of the year. Uh, I still have to, I still have to uh, get my uh, new system this week uh, just to see if there's anything which is going to take it all uh, higher, like spider-man and whatnot we'll touch on shortly but uh i am absolutely loving this nice nice wow people are having lots of fun with this game how about you jerry what's he taking Bahal? by the way if you haven't seen jerry's 4k footage of this game running on xbox series you literally want to lick your screen man it looks that good seriously but yeah what's he taking on Bahala, which platform do you feel? Don't don't lick your don't lick your <laughs> screens. Um, so like, like Duncan was saying, um, I huge fan of Odyssey, favorite Assassin's Creed ever. Valhalla is becoming my new favorite Assassin's Creed ever. Um, just that game, it feels really good. It does have some of the old school stuff. But full disclosure, I turn I turn the settings down, the difficulty, and I don't sneak anywhere. I go in, I kill everybody immediately, and then I loot everything and I leave. I don't stealth anything in Assassin's Creed. I didn't in Odyssey. I'm not doing it in this game. I just go nuts. Um, and, and I'm just a lot of a lot of fun. As far as what I'm playing it on, I'll, we'll talk more about Series X, so I'm not going to get into that, nice. but that is my preferred system for that. Yeah. It's freaking gorgeous uh, playing on there. But for cloud, maximum settings is number one for me. Uh, running that on their 2080 rig is still just a beautiful experience streaming that 1440p. Um, Shadow, Ben is right. Game's running really good there, so that's my second choice. And then GeForce Now, I've done a lot on. We have a video up on that as well. Um, optimization issues we talked about: turn your settings down a little bit, get get sixty frames. But that's my order: maximum settings, shadow, and then GeForce Now for that game for right now. Good to know. Good to for know. Cloud. Yeah. 
again, check out that that for I'm telling you guys, you literally will like your screen is that good looking straight up. Chief, how about you, sir? Yeah, echoing what Jerry said really. Um I would put GeForce now above Shadow personally, because I can get the higher setting hmm. out of GeForce now than I can Shadow. Um Plus, I've got a really good ping to GeForce now, so mm. better than what I do to Shadow. So my GeForce now ping is about 10, 11 milliseconds. My Shadow is 20, 30, depending on which way the wind's blowing. Um, and then Shadow, for some reason, I need to get onto their support because it's annoying the hell out of me now. On No matter what I do, it won't recognize my PS4 controller anymore. I just get an error every time I connect, and it says restart your computer or turn it off don't restart it and restart shadow and it's like i've done that like a million times and nothing works so and that's across my mac my pc shield nothing recognizes the controller in shadow anymore so i've not really used that as much because most of the time when i use shadow i'm using a controller so Mm. it just kind of annoyed me um but yeah maximum settings you know you can play it very high uh, or on high at 4K and it looks absolutely gorgeous um, on the Shield TV. So that was my third place, but obviously I've got a Series X now. And after playing it on Series X from 4K and comparing it against the others, uh, I probably won't be playing it on the cloud. But uh, uh, now I've got a 3080 rig, it's going to be touching it. Hmm. Interesting. Again, we got to get to next gen. And we can even add next piece, next graphical cards to that conversation as well. Cool. Well, yeah, I personally, again, I wish I had more time to spend with that game. Just hearing you guys talk about it, game sounds incredible. I really enjoyed Odyssey. Probably was one of my favorite Assassin's Creed game. And this seems like it's right up there, too. Um, I should probably give disclosure, actually. I played the first Assassin's Creed. And I loved that. And I played it all the way through. And then mm. I went to play the second one and I got bored. And I didn't really go back to the Assassin's Creed series until Odyssey. I did some of the played Odyssey and then got flashbacks of the the repetition and stuff. So I didn't really play much of it. And there was a lot of other games to play. So game fatigue. I just it fell by the wayside. I definitely feel like I'll be going back to Valhalla, I've only got to the first raid, but I've got to the first raid about 10 times now. So I'm kind of over the first raid and I want to actually progress past and see some of the rest of the game. Sure. So, but like Mark, I want to go and finish Legion because I really do enjoy Legion and I want to actually finish that game, not let it fall by the wayside like every other game that I've touched yeah. in the last six months. So yeah, Valhalla will definitely be on my uh, longer term playlist. I think Cyberpunk did a lot of people a favor by getting delayed. Seriously, right? We're still talking about trying to finish Legion and all these other games just being released. And yeah, I it, it's good. It's good well, to spread. Immortals, Immortals Phoenix Rising comes out in less than three weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I, no one, like Call of Duty's out, guys. And people are like talking about it, hardly talking about it. You know, it's like. It's crazy. So many games. But yeah, it's a good thing for the de- delay. I think it gives people time to just catch up. So Cool. All right. So let's do next gen. Are y'all ready? And I, again, Chief, Jerry, Duncan, Holtz. Ben, did you 
were you able to grab one? No. Okay. So, yeah, you guys are going to have us drool as you talk about next gen and, you know, rub it in our faces. But let's hear it. How is it compared to cloud gaming? Do you guys feel like is you know, just like leaps bound ahead of it? Or do you feel like cloud gaming is decent enough and can eventually catch up with future updates? Well, what's your take with your next-gen experience so far? Let's start with you, Jerry. <sighs> well, <laughs> I mean, here's, okay. So first off, I haven't stopped smiling all week since Tuesday. <laughs> Between the Series X and the PS5, this has been the most exciting console launch for a long time for me. The last gen just, I had them, but I don't know. There's a buzz. There's just something in the air about these consoles. It's really exciting. You know, it's just, it's been a lot of fun. Friends have been coming over. I haven't seen since COVID started. <laughs> um, they're like, you know, uh, like my friend came here and played Demon Souls for about an hour the other night just to get the fix. Like, he's just dying to get a PlayStation 5. He saw my 4K footage of that up as well and was like, dude, I'm on my way over. Like, <laughs> he's awesome. a huge Dark Souls fan. Um, Here's my problem. Um, Cloud gaming for me has never been primary gaming. I absolutely love cloud gaming. I love the portability. I love the no downloads. There's just tons of stuff to love about cloud gaming. But, and Chief is probably going to say this too, if you're rocking a gaming PC, especially a newer one or an RTX 3080 or even the 2000 series where you've got a Series X or a PS5 and you're sitting there locally with your gaming monitor and your 4K TV, that's where it's at i keep going back to valhalla on my series x like i start playing it on other places and i go nope even if i stream it to my phone from my series x i'll just keep going back to valhalla on here the 4k 60 is absolutely steady it doesn't dip it doesn't move it's probably one of the best open world console experiences i've had to date like in my life yet with series x jeez and there's a lot more to say, but we'd be here for like an hour. I could talk about everything, all the features. I could talk about all the stuff with these consoles for like the next hour or two. We do not have time that's, for me to keep talking. So That's awesome. Good to hear you taking it. Duncan, what's yours? How has the experience been? Okay, here we go. It's go this is going to be interesting. Uh, it, it is hard to go back at this moment in time. Stadia is... Uh, looking last gen for me, it is such a massive, massive difference. Though I was speaking to, I won't say who I was speaking to yesterday, and they were agreeing with me as well. It's, it's another studio content creator, and uh, it's like it's going to sound harsh because <laughs> I came off of it. It's like comparing like uh, Xbox One to a switch it's there's just a big massive gap now you you just don't want if you're playing your big your big games you don't want to play them on stadia unless they get the big uh jump to next gen the 60 fps is just out there you just can't get around it and valhalla i was i was no i'm not going to get it i'm going to wait to ubisoft i'm going to get it on stadia i'm going to get it on stadia then i just heard 30 fps and everybody's going <laughs> no and then I, I unfortunately i dropped the money down and there's absolutely no way i am getting it on stadia now uh to, to play uh or when Ubisoft Plus comes, I'm not going to be putting the money down, and I don't see myself actually playing that that much. Even though, I, I, as people may, may know, I do shoot 
and try and be honest, there is issues with Valhalla on the Xbox Series X. I'm not sure if people have actually picked up on it. The screen turn is absolutely annoying as hell when you get into like the I'm finding it more when you're in the towns. It's just tearing all over the tearing all over the shop, but it's 60 FPS and from the majority of it just running about. And the upgrades you get to the games, it's it's brilliant. Uh, as I was saying earlier, I've been playing Jedi Fallen Order on uh, and that's no updates, no nothing, and it's 60 FPS. And uh, that's my worry. If that's 30 FPS, which was the standard on consoles, it is going to stick out like a sore thumb on Stadia again. Stadia and the cloud gaming isn't going anywhere. We know what we know what happens. They're going to be in, uh, they're constantly going to get better over the next couple of years. Uh, this is the worst point when the new consoles come out. They will get better. Yeah, uh, it's a longer term thing. This is I've been warning people for this for months. This this week and the next couple of months are going to be tough for cloud gaming unless they've got things up their sleeves. But after the the ride this out, things will look a lot better for them going forward. Yeah, I feel like again advantage that cloud gaming has over console. And again, when you know a console comes out, it's hot, right? Graphic this is different from PCs because PCs are always updating had but with consoles, what you get is what you get unless they you know upgrade it in a bit. But cloud gaming, you guys know, can always be updated and fly and go. So that's an advantage. But it's gonna be pretty interesting to see who does it first. You know, Shadow has delays. We don't know anything about Stadia yet. Haven't heard anything from uh GeForce Now team yet about the next upgrade to their um rig in the cloud so again whoever who does it first is going to be quite interesting but Holtz what's your take sir in next gen oh well at first when I first got it it booted up lovely it's a, it just loads up really fast but on the day I got it it took me ages to sign into Xbox Live and oh. I couldn't with not sign into Xbox Live I couldn't get access to my digital library the games that I actually wanted to play so then by the time I actually clicked download and watched the download bar, I'm like, wow, I could be playing these games on stage at the moment. So at the moment, it was a, it was a mixed bag, but the user interface of the Xbox Series X is absolutely gorgeous. I like pushing the Xbox button and pressing right, um, right trigger, and it just goes to the bottom Game Pass store settings, which is a lot easier to navigate over the old existing consoles. So that's a nice touch. I really wanted to be impressed by Quick Resume, but seems the games that I wanted to play do not actually have Quick Resume enabled yet. Mm. So where I was like, wow, Quick Resume, turn the Xbox off, turn it back on, start the game again. And then there's a few games that I've been playing that is just froze. And I had mm. to hard reset the Xbox, which, which, is, which is normal for um, day one consoles. Mm-hmm. But... I'm not having them issues on the likes of Stadia. So at the moment, it's been a mixed bag of things. But of course, I bought the Series X because it's got the games that I'm really interested in. So if I compare like Yakuza Like a Dragon, looks absolutely gorgeous. Played Forza Horizon 4. I didn't think that game could be any more beautiful over the X. Turned it on, runs smooth, absolutely gorgeous. And what I'm looking forward to is merging these two technologies. I'm looking forward to the Series X getting implemented into xCloud next year. Right. And then I'll have the best of both. I'll have the games looking great. I'll have the services. And I'll have the, everything that I want, I should say. 
Nice. nice. And yeah. I would have to say, and, and I have to say, and, and a lot of st- a lot of cloud gamers say this: we don't have to worry about storage. I am fourteen games in, and I'm already in my expansion storage, which I paid a lot. <laughs> oh, can I can I just say about the storage? I've got twenty games installed, and I've still got room left, and I don't have external. Mm. And I've got the two the two beefy ones there, and as well with gears of yeah, war. Gears, I've got four of yeah. And Halo, hmm. the Master Chief Collection. No Warzone. I wonder why Warzone's 100. Hmm. I've got all them three installed, plus I've got another 17 as well on top. I checked before it came down. Yeah. See, I was wow. getting like Dragon Quest. I was getting all these, you know, from the the Game Pass and the this, and I've actually used a terabit. So, I don't know. I don't know if it actually came with a terabit. The X Series X came with a full terabit. I don't think it is because of the operating system. Maybe it was like 850 or something. But I've used the first. So how yeah, mine was eight hundred even when I when I got it. I think I have fifteen games on there right now and I have about two hundred and eighty-nine left at the moment. But... How was it for you guys who got an Xbox uh series SX to just open, you know, load up your console, go to Game Pass and have all those games for you guys to just like you were saying, host with just downloading Dragon Quest just on the fly like that, having games to play instantly without having to purchase anything. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah, but these games on Game Pass yeah, are very old. Should I say like two, yeah. three years old compared to like the yeah. games that I actually want to play the brand new titles. True. Unless like Microsoft, they do bring their first party exclusive, which they really don't have any this year. Supposed to be Halo, but they got delayed. If that, right? if that was Halo, Halo, I could play Halo Infinite on yeah. day one. That would have been. Yeah. It would have been a different story, but yeah, you know they delayed it. So, yeah, true. True. Someone here, JoJo, was saying, uh, I'm an Xbox fan for a long time now, but the PS5 control is mind-blowing. I think, Jerry, you were kind of talking about that, right? Just the experience with the triggers. Do you want to talk more on that? Yeah, sure. Actually, uh, real quick, too, the storage was 667 on my PlayStation, (sighs) just for reference. It's pretty low when you get it. Yeah. yeah, the controller actually was one of the big reasons I was so excited for the PlayStation 5. I've talked before uh, that, you know, just the controller experience, uh, the Xbox controller is fantastic, but I was really excited to try the PlayStation controller out. And it really is as awesome as they say it is. Um, in Spider-Man, for example, I think I was telling you guys in the Discord, like when you shoot out your web, the trigger's really loose at first. And when it grabs onto a building or something, the trigger stops a little bit and gets spongy. Wow. And then you have to pull it harder like as you're swinging and let go and you can just feel feel that and there's different um there's some stuff in astro where you'll get stuck somewhere or you're trying to jump and it actually locks the trigger to the point you can't move it at all like you can't do anything until you like unget stuck and then it'll allow you to pull it again just a lot of interaction between that the speaker and the really cool haptic rumble that it has it really is a next-gen controller that's changing the experience i'm having with the games on the playstation it's really cool that's all, and they were saying with Call of Duty. I don't know if you tried this here, but there is something with like the triggers that makes it different from the other consoles. Um, yes, depending on the gun type and yeah. Um, yeah, how hard it could be to pull the trigger, it could get stuck. Right. There's a, just a lot of really cool things I could see them implementing in the future too. Where like if your gun were to jam in a game, you will not yeah. be able to pull your trigger till you clear that jam and it'll move. It's just so cool because it's not just <laughs> happening on the screen. It's now you're actually feeling that in your hands and the way your brain interacts with that is it's it's really cool. Like kudos to PlayStation, excellent job on this console and especially the controller. Wow. 
That's awesome. See, I knew about the increased tension on, like, the, the example they gave was, like, stringing a bow, and you pull the bow, and it will get harder to pull back. But it's only the last few days that I've seen people play, like, Call of Duty, and they, they pull the trigger, and you'll actually see their finger, like, yeah, vibrating crazy. on top of it as the gun is vibrating. Just looks amazing. But... I, I don't know if you've had it long enough or played long enough with it yet, Jerry, to to confirm what those additional features uh, are I haven't completely the killed the, the controller yet to test it out, but I will say I fully charged it on launch day, and I haven't charged it again since. Huh. Um, I've probably got uh, two, three hours Dark Souls, probably about three, four hours Spider-Man, about an hour of Astro, and setting the console up and stuff. I'm sure I'll have to charge it soon enough, but yes. I haven't had to yet. So people that have said, like, it gets two hours, it gets three hours, it gets four hours, I haven't seen anything close to that. i got to be on, like, ten right now. I, I just wow. haven't paid a lot of attention to it, but I will. That's really impressive. It'd be interesting to see what effect that has on your hand, though, as well. The long-standing or long-playing uh, games like the trigger. Yeah, I personally actually turn off all rumble and haptic feedback. I don't like it, so I hope there's options there for me where I can just turn that off. Ah, there you go. Chief, did we talk to you about your next-gen experience? Nope. Okay, let's hear it with Cloud Gaming to compare in both. Yeah, so it, it's been a mixed experience because, yeah, you know, I've been so used to not having downloads and most of the Cloud gaming has been my primary because my main PC wasn't good enough. So cloud gaming was always my primary way of gaming because I wanted to get the best experience without having to have, obviously, the, the latest PC or everything like that. I got pushed towards the Series X with the all-access deal with um, Game Pass because it's just a phenomenal deal. And I've never had an Xbox. I was always, if I had a console, I had PlayStation, but I've been that at the three because I, I was always mainly mostly a pc gamer and then obviously cloud became quite prominent so i my came with 802 gig and i've got 281 left but i did just uninstall cold war because i've installed it on my pc and i'm not going to buy it again on the series x and that's one of my biggest gripes is that i've got so used to having ea play pro ubisoft plus i'm not used to having to go and buy games um so if it's not on Game Pass, I don't really want to play it on the Series X, although it might be better because it means stumping up another 60 or £85. And mm. it's expensive games. Valhalla, 85 quid on the cheapest wow. on the Series X when you can buy it for 60 on Stadia or 50, wow. 60 on PC. So it's really quite a price hike. Uh, and then obviously the downloads. Now, uh, fortunately, I got mine... At the beginning of my work day so i could set it up and i must admit having the remote app to sort your games out is actually extremely useful so i can just you know in between things look through game pass on my phone tell it to install to the console and then you know by the time i'm actually ready to go and use it i can then just go and pick it up and play so the experience with the games that i have been able to play like jedi fallen order i had on pc it does play so much better on the Series X. Uh, and Warzone was absolutely phenomenal. So it is an absolutely great experience. And it is going to be difficult going back to things like Stadia and like maximum settings where I've got that introduced latency. I might get the quality, but I'll certainly feel that ping latency now where it's not local. And <laughs> those that have been following us for a while will know that I got my PC on Thursday. That's what I'm on now. 
So I now have a 3080 PC. I did drop on, jump onto Shadow uh, to Destiny 2 just before this, uh, and I was getting everything maxed out at 1440. I was getting 100 to 130 frames per second. So, and believe it or not, it actually looked very close to the Stadia version, which I did put up not that long before. So um, it is impressive, but I think, as Duncan said before, Stadia's feeling last gen now. Um, I annoyed a lot of Stadia players <laughs> or the Stadia fans this week. Probably the most disliked video in history on our channel. And they're not going to like the video that's going to come out tomorrow. So, <laughs> just fair warning. Tell them why, Chief. Uh, I got a lot of stick in that video for doing Cold Start. So I've done four videos of all direct from the menus. And Stadia won's one out of four. So, uh, yeah. It, it, haters going to hate, but the series yeah, X. Yeah. yeah. And this is, I'd be really interested to see with yeah. um, Jerry when he looks at PlayStation 5 comparison. Series uh, Xbox didn't make a big song dance about their SSDs and everything. You know, it's just, it's a next gen console. We've worked the best on speeds. You know. Optimized for Series S and X really does mean that there is a, such a huge difference for, if it's got that optimized. And the thing that Holtz mentioned, this is the thing that tripped me up. And I wish they'd told me about because it, it just really felt bad. Quick Resume only works for Game Pass games. If it's not on Game Pass, Quick Resume doesn't work right. Oh. So all the Ubisoft titles I downloaded, you know, all like Warzone, Quick Resume doesn't work. Destiny 2 doesn't work. Well, I tried Quick... Quick Resume for my Valhalla did work. Doesn't work for me. I tried Quick Resume. Okay. I tried Quick Resume for Forza Horizon 4 and switched to Jedi Fallen Order. Played the game, put Quick Resume, thinking I'll actually have my carry on where it was. When I loaded up, I lost my progression, lost where I was in the chapter. And then when I tried to load Forza Horizon 4, which was a Game Pass game, didn't load up. Interesting. I, I think it's just telling this because yeah. uh, uh, I, I had uh, Pairs loaded up, Valhalla. Jedi Fallen Order, and I was switching between them, and then all of a sudden, one of them wasn't working, and it was like, it well, seems to be it's only a certain amount that it holds, and I, I think it's six. You, but I, I thought it was four or five, so maybe it's I think there's a bug because it's supposed to hold. It's not a set number; it's a set gigabyte that it will feed over to the SSD. And then when you go to quick resume, it pulls all that off the SSD back to the RAM to run the game. And I think there's a bug happening. That's not always a line that to happen for the quick resume because I've had hit and miss like Duncan as well, but I had Valhalla working great. Uh, Wars or um, uh, cold war did it for me, but then yes, I had Valhalla try to quick resume then crash out and not work. And then it didn't come up at all next. So there's definitely a bug in there, but most of the games are supposed to be working. I just think that transfer is not always working right. Yeah, um, I also had a question about the pricing for your games because Watch Dogs and Valhalla, I paid my normal fifty nine ninety nine for here, and Ubisoft also included that next gen upgrade. So I didn't pay any more money for those games on Xbox than I would have uh, on there for that upgrade. Duty, I had to pay seventy four to get the next gen and the current uh, old old gen. If you buy the sixty dollar version, you can't upgrade for ten. You have to spend another seventy on top of that sixty. Uh, Activision's not very friendly with that. But all the Ubisoft games, I've been paying normal price for and getting the upgrade to to X here. Yeah, I paid yeah. the normal price for Yakuza. 55 yeah yeah uh, i think the 
Ubisoft ones are hidden away slightly. You have to click into the lower versions of them. But I, I, yeah, I, I find it. for Legion, I could, but not for Valhalla. But I paid the ninety quid version. But um, the reason why I said I'd be interested to see in Jerry is PlayStation Five made a huge song and dance about the speed of their SSD, yeah. and all the stuff that I've seen online, Series X has beaten it ninety-five percent yeah. of the time. There's only a couple of PlayStation kind of optimized games that actually beat the series x and it was only it, by a few seconds it's so. funny you say that because yes a playstation has about a 17 gigabyte per second ssd it can load its system around 16 gigabytes in less than one second but if the game's not developed for that it doesn't work mm. and there's been reports of games crashing on the series x and the playstation 5 because the systems are too fast for the games so mm-hmm. a lot of the games can't even even take advantage yet. So yeah, I'm looking forward to diving into that more. I think the Xbox is supposed to be more like the standard six gigabyte or whatever per second with their with their SSD, similar to my PC. But PlayStation was to be 17 gigabytes. But apparently these systems are too fast for a lot of the games that are out right now. Interesting. Cool, cool. All right, we have about five minutes left, but man, you guys heard it here. Ben, we didn't talk to you. I know you don't have a next gen uh, console, but. What's your take on this? Hearing what the panel have to say, is this something that excites you? Or are you going to get an next gen console? Oh, yeah. Are you comfortable with where you are with cloud gaming? I love cloud gaming, but I've been drooling over the Xbox Series X after hearing these guys talk about it all week. Yeah, yeah. it it sounds good. I'm not an Xbox guy, but this sounds really tempting. I'd rather get a PS PlayStation, but I might just end up now getting an Xbox for sure. I wasn't an Xbox guy, but Game Pass, man. Yeah, it's just such a game changer yeah i've seen on the on the press release they actually said that this is a big huge launch for microsoft because nearly every xbox he sold he actually sold the service game pass so i think 75 percent yeah what was it 70 or 75 75 i think it was and also that they've put out i think it was earlier today that this is their most successful series um launch ever today wow wow even with the pandemic, even with COVID happening, it's pretty impressive to see. Dag, imagine if they had more available to sell. You know, so limited right now still. And yeah. I think that that's where there's 24 million people are looking at these, if not more. It's do the guy who does all the stats, and there's only like two or three million. There's just the demand is absolutely out. <laughs> It's just absolutely madness. You wouldn't think it with just the current climate, but uh, there's such a massive demand for these uh, consoles. Right. Especially like we just got another two week stay at home order right now, right? Imagine, I, I think this is a great time to be gaming. So I'm wondering if that's why also, you know, people are just so desperate for it. But good, good. It's good for gaming, it's good for video games whole. All right, so we have about three minutes. Just want to give the members. Of, I know I said we we're going to take questions. Didn't really see any. Um, and then came in. Huh? Did we get yeah, any? And then came through in there. Okay, cool. So, which is good because we have like three, two minutes. So, just want to give members of this panel a chance to plug. Um, is is Steady Super Saturday next Saturday? Okay, and. Just so you guys know, we're still trying to finalize things, but we might do a shorter version of this podcast or stream a game. We don't know officially yet what we're going to do, but stay tuned 
Again, Stadia Super Saturday is a really great event where content creators come together to support Stadia. Um, we do things around, you know, Stadia if it's uh, like game streaming or podcasts, open chat, but it's a lot of fun. So make sure you guys stick. Stay We've actually got that. the same slot as this would normally start okay. an hour. Okay. Um, and Duncan, when he says his bet, I'm sure give us his slot. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so we'll figure out what to do, but we will do something. But stay tuned. Again, they have a Twitter. You can go in there and um, find uh, the link to the Twitter. And it should give you, like, I, I I don't know if they have a schedule yet, but normally they have a schedule and all the events. Yeah, just we have tweeted it out, but we'll obviously be tweeting more as we cool. build up to the uh, event. Cool. So, yeah, check that out. Next Saturday should be a lot of fun. All right, so let's plug channels. Uh, Jerry, where can people find you, sir? Yeah, Game Tech Planet on Twitter and YouTube. Lots of next-gen uh, stuff coming out and uh, getting back into some cloud again as soon as I have some time here. Spider-Man 4K is up if anybody wants to check out some ray tracing in Miles Morales and the remaster. It looks pretty insane. Definitely addicted to it. Dag, we'll have to check that out for sure. We'll have to check that out. How about you, Mark? Where can people find you? What do you do? Uh, yeah, Mark Watts VLG uh, on YouTube and at Mark Watts VLG on Twitter. Uh, cloud gaming news, uh, lots of game streaming at the moment. Um, really getting into the streams. Been, it's cool just to kind of hang out with with uh, with the audience live and just you know interact in that way. Um, and as of today, twenty k subscriber giveaway has gone live. Nice. So uh, I've put a link, but I don't know if it will. Let it might the chat might block it, so uh, put it there, put it there. Well, I think, but I think, on um, chief, you have to figure that out. Uh, if not, go to my Twitter, there's a link there, it's the, the pin tweet. Uh, if you want to enter that, the prizes we've got a Logitech keyboard, mouse, and a month subscription of Shadow Boost for the um first winner, and nine runners up get a month subscription to Shadow Boost. Oof. There you go. There you go. That's awesome. Again, congrats on him, 20. It's a huge, huge deal. Thank so, you. Yeah, absolutely. How about you, Duncan? What do you do and where can people find you, sir? I'm just going to plug Stadia Super Saturday again. It's uh, 36 hours. Uh, if you want to check out uh, Stadia Saturday, the Twitter account, uh, that has got the full schedule there in a couple of different time zones. It starts at 11 a.m. UK time, which is 6 o'clock Eastern, and it runs right through until Sunday at 10 o'clock UK time, which is, or that's the last show, is 10 o'clock UK time, and that is 5 o'clock. Yes, 5 o'clock uh, Eastern time. So it is an absolute bumper of day, and it's complete nonstop. And everybody within the Stadia community is there. If you name someone, they're, they're there. And you you guys, uh, this podcast, are at the normal time uh, at uh, 10 o'clock UK, and that is 5 o'clock uh eastern on the saturday night so yeah and you've got that for an hour for whatever you want to do it for nice cool cool yeah we'll uh still trying to figure it out but we'll do something for sure awesome how about you holtz what do you do and where can people find you well you're finding holtz six on twitter and i was going to actually do some recordings of games this week but chief and jerry put me off because the amount of 
editing power and editing time I actually need. And I was being a bit selfish this week by saying I want to enjoy my games. So go. at the moment, I have to reflect and start seeing maybe I might go to a Let's Play format and chat instead of actually doing comparisons and renditions of games. So, But you can catch me soon on game, Cloud Gaming Club. Cloud Gaming. Is the channel official? It's been it's been up there, but now I'm actually it's not going to be focused on cloud gaming specific. It's going to be on the devices that actually can run cloud gaming, so it's, I can get away with actually playing Excellent. with. I actually can get away with playing Switch and Series X games by using the services on them. Nice, cool, cool. All right, Ben, what do you do, sir? And where can people find you? Um, yeah, just started doing Twitch re- recently, so um. Chief tried to put that in there, but I think I put in the wrong link. Put misspelled Twitch in the link. So, um, yeah, just spell Twitch correctly. Figure <laughs> it out. Um, the rest is right. Um, yeah, just trying to do that once or twice a week. And, uh, yeah, just to show off the power of cloud gaming. What What do you stream? Um, you know, like, what do you stream right now so people can know? Uh, this week I did a couple of sessions where I was doing – uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla off from my shadow nice. on my NVIDIA Shield TV Pro. Cool. Awesome. So there you go. And we're here just doing um, videos, uh, open mics, and podcasts. But yeah, appreciate this panel, man. It's always good to just come on here and chat. I think next week, like we stated, crazy things might be happening with PlayStation Now and all the other stuff. So we we should have more to talk about. It's going to be, if we choose to do this uh, for the Stadia Super Saturday, it's only going to be an hour. So trying to fit all that news in an hour is going to be quite a challenge. But I'm sure we can figure it out. Hold on one second. One second. All right. Sorry, the wife. But yeah, um, so check out all these awesome people. Check out the channel. Again, they do awesome things, awesome creators. And yeah, we should see you guys next Saturday. <laughs> all right. Appreciate you guys. Later, y'all.